Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. I just want you to know a little something about your host. Karen Deerwester is an educator, author, and all-in cheerleader for kids being kids. Karen has been a corporate spokesperson as well as a reasonable and reliable voice for kids and parents in print and on TV on NBC, MSNBC, NPR, Parents Magazine, and many more. Best of all, Karen leads the parent-child classes right here at Benator Congregation of Boca Raton, Florida. Get ready for some fun, a ton of encouragement, and maybe a little inspiration. Today's podcast is Single Moms, the Unique Challenges of Setting Rules, Boundaries, and Limits After Divorce. First, let me apologize if I get a little squeaky today. I seem to be losing my voice, but no worries. I have two moms at the square table with me who are definitely here to cover me. They are Missy McGill and Shanna Jill. They are negotiating and navigating a way of teaching and guiding their children as single moms. Interestingly though, they are also teachers, so they know all the right strategies and they know all the shoulds. But as we know, life with kids is messy and divorce can make things even messier. I'm going to let Missy open the conversation by telling us about her boys and where things get crazy and or complicated in her house. Welcome, Missy. Thank you and thank you for letting me open. First thing I want to say is that, um, yeah, life with kids is messy and um, being in our situation is even messier. And I'm really excited that you gave us the opportunity to have this conversation because I listen to your podcast all the time. Yes. And this is a really kind of relevant topic that, and it's also kind of a touchy topic. It's a tough one. So to I can understand sure. how... How do you like approach this topic and how do you approach somebody and ask them to have this kind of conversation because it's it's touchy. There's a lot of vulnerability. There is. Yeah. But So how long are you single and how old are your boys? Okay, so I have been divorced for two years and you have known me through divorce, pre-divorce. We've known each other for a long time since my kids are, both of my kids are babies. Um, divorced for two years. I have Xander who is three and a half and I have Noah who is... No, he says three and a half. He's actually almost four. He's going to be four in January. Um, and Noah, who's five and just started kindergarten. So, um, you know, there, there's no such thing as an age that's not challenging. There's no such thing. Um, I think Noah's a little has gotten a little bit easier. Xander's still in his threes, and he has his challenges. Threes are the power year, and fives are this whole new big world where they're taking on all kinds of new experiences, new roles, sometimes big new testing. For sure, and he's and it, it, big testing, and he has, I think he's like sort of over the hump of testing, and he might be like leading towards, I'm... Um, a big boy and I want leadership roles and I want to help and I want to please and I'm proud of myself when I A, B, and C. So that's... So one quick question, then we'll mm-hmm. let Shanna introduce herself and her girls. 
um, saying that he's passed some of that big arc of the testing. Mm -hmm. We've been talking, of course, for a long time. Mm -hmm. Was it the testing that was most recent that you were living through that made you feel like this was a whole new experience as a single mom and boys who were living in two different households? Yeah, I think so. And I don't know. It's really hard to tell when you're a single mom and um, you're... You know, I don't I don't have them 100% of the time. I do only have them 50% of the time, but I really only know what's going on in my 50% of the right. time. Right. I really don't know. I know what they tell me. I know what I hear from the other side, but I really don't know. I'm not... I, the walls don't have ears. Right. Um, so... It, you don't, you, you kind of like second guess and you doubt yourself and you don't know, is this a typical, like, is he being a three-nager? Is he, is he doing what typical three-year-olds three year are supposed to do? Or is this a result of other factors, everything else that's going on? And with Noah too. And I think them. with all kids' behavior all the time, you've got all the, the developmental challenges of growth and learning and disequilibrium that keep spiraling in your lives. And then you have the situations, you know, whether it's divorce, whether it's moving, whether it's starting new schools, mm -hmm. all of those external factors. So that that's a pretty universal question. Mm -hmm. And there are no easy answers. I mean, and, right. and even if we knew exactly why kids behave exactly the way they do. It doesn't really yeah. help us to explain it because no. you can't just say, oh, well, you know, they're going through the divorce or it was a big move and there's a lot of changes. And it's like, but the, but the qualities that we're trying to teach, the problem solving, the resilience, the self-management, the emotional development, those are universals. Mm -hmm. But I think one thing that could come out in this conversation is the parent perspective. And whether you're a single dad or a single mom, mm -hmm. doing it without, there's a loss, there's a change, there's doing it. Guilt without guilt. Without, without guilt. You know, like, yeah. uh-oh, what did I take away? What were they supposed to have that they don't have? So the, the other part of that question is, you know, like, did, or did you feel like a different mom than when you had a supposedly forever partner. There's but, no question, but let's... Yeah, so there's a lot to throw out on the table. So yeah. sorting the kids' issues, which we want to talk about, um, you know, how you find the strength, the conviction, the, 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 the working through the doubts, um, the skill building, and then the mommy stuff. Shanna, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, so I am a single mom of two beautiful girls. Uh, Halen, she is six, just turned six. And Hampton, who is three and a half. Uh, no, four and a half. Four and a half. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Um, my oldest one just started kindergarten and was in this happy, you know, bubble, comfortable bubble at Benet, and there's nothing more amazing than it. Um, but now she's in this big school without her sister, um, and we were a girl power family. Mm -hmm. um, I am 100% a single mom of 100% of time with my girls. Um, 
financially, emotionally, physically, mentally, it's all on me. And you also teach? And I teach high school now. (laughs) Um, So the little kid challenges are not quite the same as my teaching with the kids challenges. Um, But I've learned a lot because before um, I have, I became single, not necessarily officially, but... um, when my youngest was six months old. So she is now four and a half, so that was about four years ago. And it's kind of unfortunate a little bit. They don't really have a father figure in their lives, um, which is sometimes sad to me, but at other times it's for the right reasons. They both are so well taken care of. They both go to school. They, they're both happy. Yeah. And they're being taken care of. And there's nothing more I could ask for. Right. Um, so different than Missy, mm-hmm. um, I don't have, you Influence. know, I don't have the 50% of the time. I actually have no time for myself. So the whatsoever isn't the... <laughs> Um, what other influences? Where are the consistencies? I do have some influences. Like, I, you know, they do. They see their friends' daddies. Okay. Um, yeah. And they... Um, okay, so how do you answer those questions? How well, do they've you never actually asked that question yet. Um, if you ask, like, my little Hampton, whose daddy shall say poppy right. because I'm lucky enough to have my parents really truly help me. Right. Um, so her daddy is poppy and I'm a hundred percent okay with that. Right. Right. Uh, it's, you know, there's not a lot of me time. Right. Um, it's very hard to make the me time. Um, and without me time, your parent time is completely it's very changed. challenging. I will tell you, when I started thinking about the equations, you know, there's so many equations in this single yep. parenthood Definitely. deal. Mm-hmm. But I thought, of, and, and we had started uh, by thinking about this as divorce and discipline, and I'm not comfortable or loving that word discipline. But I thought, you know, when you have to teach, when you have to do skill building, when you have to have those conversations and slow down your day, to guide and teach your child, I thought, the, to me, the biggest struggle is time. It's how, can you, how can you have that sense of humor when you're exhausted and you've got to get them to bed and there isn't that backup person an arm's distance yeah. away right. that you can say, I've had enough, come and help. Yeah, so, something without, I struggle with all the time. All right, so how, tell, I struggle with it all the time and... Most of my friends or people I know, they look, they're like, I kind of like, okay, so you're stressed right now, but I kind of get it. You, like, you need a break. Right. Um, and it's I, hard. Can, can yeah. I, like, just interject and say, yeah. you know, it, it's interesting because she is 100% mom. And I, I, I'm 100, to me, I'm 100% mom because it's my, the most important thing in my life. But I'm only 50, I'm only allowed or entitled to be 50% present. Um, 
And I'm like one of those people, like everybody looks at somebody else and goes, like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. And we all think that of each other. And I don't know how you do it because you don't have a break. Um, but I think of my parenting in terms of like, I only get, get 50% of time with them. So the time that I have with them, I I do have, they, they do have other influences and I don't, I mean, I know what I hear, and but I don't know what those other influences are. And you are. can't change them. And or, or, but I do know, right, and I do know they're not the same. It's not the same set of parenting values that I have. Right. So in that small amount of time that I have, I have to do my best to influence them. But I don't have a lot of time. And a lot of the time that I have is school days is like you get up in the morning, you're like, and my two least favorite words, the two words that I can't stand but I say all the time are let's go I can't stand it come on let's go let's go let's go because it doesn't matter how early I wake up and it doesn't matter how well I prepare the night before there's always something that's gonna happen and you know I teach here at B'nai Torah and I have a I'm very 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 fortunate to have an amazing teacher partner Randy who is just very understanding she has three children of her own she's a grandmother and she knows she's been through it and she knows but I come in every morning with a story there's there's never not a story. It's the children. It's the dog. It's the house. It's, you know, something. I have a dog, too, just what I need. I don't like <laughs> Right. You've been renovating and under I've been renovating. Right. I mean, and that's like, right. you know, it's just it's just snowballs. But, you know, it, it is. It's whether you have 100% of time with your children or 50% of time with your children. It's the time that you have with them is so precious. Yeah. You know, she works. Even though she has 100% time. She works, and then she tutors, and then she this and she that. Right, you have so, time constraints that make it impossible. No matter what, yeah. right. And as they get older, they have things that they add to your schedule yeah. that's huge. Yeah. One of the things that I want to suggest, at least out there, is this idea that even that as single moms you have to fix all those other parts of their life that that somehow it's like those other influences you know that you have to make up for lost time yeah. or a lost person yeah. because and the reality is I don't know I know that your influence is so strong so pervasive and and I and I quote this all the time it's an old from it's an old quote from a Montessori learning poem and it says we only teach we only teach who we are and so the bottom line is, if you are taking care of yourself, and you are, mm -hmm. th yeah, mm -hmm. but that's why that has to be such a huge mm -hmm. piece so of a single-parent conversation, mm -hmm. because the best thing you can give them is yourself. Mm -hmm. sure. The best, the, the values that are anchored in a, in a mom who, she may, you may always be frantic. You may always be rushed. Always, you right. may always be funny in coming in with those stories. That's that just might be. It might be my funny. mom is this to somebody else. I right. I hope I hope I do hope that to my children it's oh my mom is like frenzied and crazy right. and and all these funny stories and the dog is pooping and and Xander jumped over the fence and the door locked so Hampton and I had to like pull the table over and Hampton had to climb. I mean these are real stories. I'm yes. not even making it I, up. I drop so we we help each other out. We, yeah, we, we drop yeah, in the we morning. Help yes, e we help each other out. Um, 
It's like I leave my house at 7 a.m., 7.06 the latest, to get to Missy's house to drop 12, Hampton. 7.13. <laughs> well, no, no. I leave my house at 7.06. I right. get to you. Oh, that's like seven. Right. But, yeah. like, it's supposed to be, like, 7.13. But I drop week. my little one off. I take her older one, Noah, and no, because Noah and Takes Kaylin, a village, which is also essential yeah. to this. Kaylin and Noah go to the same school, and I have to get there early before the first bell, and it's like because of no, my child's anxiety. Well, her Halen has to get there before the first bell because it's now kindergarten. They have work they have to do. It's not like a fun playground. She's getting anymore. prepared. Um, okay, but what I want to say is we help each other out a lot. And and how exciting that you can say to your children. Look who's our family. Yeah. Look mm-hmm. who we help on a daily we basis. We do. We do. And totally. you know yeah. what? That makes us funny. And that makes us late. And that makes us really silly. But if you own it in that beautiful mm-hmm. way that says, you know what? But we love this connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you're giving them. Then then you are still teaching yourself, which is we choose this because mm-hmm. the other thing, like we, you described yourself as 100% mom. You also described your family as the power girls. We are. And so <laughs> part of the flip of you being 100% Like the My mom, Little Pony power girl. But you <laughs> want to be the power mom, too, because you're showing them. You know, when you're looking with appreciation and or envy, respect, and awe, yeah, it I is because you're a strong mom. Definitely. And you want to show them what you can do. I also look at it at the other, like, I friends or people who have... custody of time with their kids, that time they make um, and they appreciate so much. So they make it such an importance. And so sometimes I feel is that... Oh, so I'm with them all the time. You're always in I don't. Like the rat race it's of like, like it's like and doing where and... where do I have? I'm. I hope that I give that like fifty percent like. Hug and just but that's but that's, lovingness and Shanna, that's appreciating where I, that time together. I don't want to interrupt. Let's talk. Go ahead. Go for but it. But that's yeah. where I, because I literally when and I'll go, um, like a five day stretch, with my kids. You know that's that's the way our parenting plan works, and and then it's like two days off and then another two days on, and then I get like the five days off which I. It is what it is. It's not, I'm not happy about it. Like I, if if I had my choice, I would have my kids all the time, like you do. Even though I don't know if I could do it like you did. Like I don't know if I I don't know if I'd be able to handle it because on the days like the the Saturday after that five day stretch, two days off, two days on on Saturday, I don't move. I literally yeah. I'm lucky if I get to the gym in the morning for an hour. And then I literally What's close my door, close my windows, close my blinds, and I sleep. Sleep. Like, I'll, I'll wake up. At, you know, I'm up and I'm down. But I'll, like, all of a sudden it's 5 o'clock and I'm like, where did my whole day go? But you but need that, that time. I do. But then That's there's the know. other part of, right. But then there's, the, and you don't have but this But I'm either. okay with it. Like, I just, it's For now. Just For now. And again, yeah. it's going to be that self-monitoring process, which says, am I, you know, am, am I... Oh, motherhood's exhausting. Parent, single parenthood is exhausting. Mm-hmm. But it's like, am I taking care of myself well enough that 
the recurring frustrations don't keep recurring, that you don't dread every Sunday night, Monday morning, right. so that you don't. Uh, and, no. and that's yeah. where, or the, you know, like that I can't stand to make another meal. I mean, that's the stuff that, I mean, parenthood is hard and it's repetitive. And you never, you know, like no matter how well you did it yesterday, mm-hmm. you have to get up and do it again tomorrow. Well, Missy told me I should make my lunches the night before. And I'm just like, I just can't the night before. She's like, your mornings will be so much easier. And I'm like, but it's just like at night, like the kids are in bed. Like, I don't want to get their lunch ready. What time do they go to bed? So you have some. Uh, that's, 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 that's another. That's a, that's a, a whole other podcast. If you want to do like a sleeping, we're scheduling one. I will yeah. be the one who, um, <laughs> since birth, and you've known me too. Um, I used to drive my child around for like an hour in the car to try and nap. So it's actually like built up it doesn't be go, against it doesn't me go, it doesn't, it doesn't go, away. go away no um, you learn that Hampton like, my little one away. she'll go to sleep for sure but I'll wake up in the middle of the night and there she is next to me I want chocolate milk uh, that's a whole okay. nother podcast okay. I'd love to join that one okay. it's <laughs> actually it's scheduled um, for next week I don't know if it's Thursday night or Friday but we'll, we'll yeah talk. it's well, uh, I can... totally different uh, okay so there's a there's a tough and I'm one. also though but the thing is sorry, I don't mean to interrupt but the thing is is I'm also a single mom I um, have never since the four years have actually like put myself out there to be in a relationship. So my kids know that come in my room at night, like why else? There's no one else in my bed except for my dog. That's so, all right. And this that's is a, whole, this a is, great thing yes. to mention, I uh-huh. think, in a single parent mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. Like why not just come in my bed? Well, like it's and not, why and it's not? so Wait, bad. Let's go is this, there. This, so but bad. This, this shows you but this does show you this like the myriad of reasons yes. why you can't you shouldn't at, I, again, I agree. It's whatever, I know. It's it so is. bad. It's whatever works in your family, but your family could change, and your family has changed. That's, I mean, what I want to say out there for the world, and, and again, we don't change until we're ready for the change. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, no one's going to judge anybody right. for taking it easy or doing what works now, except if you're not sleeping for five or six years uh, or that you would, or that you're not getting a break from motherhood. Maybe nighttime could be at least a little sanctuary of privacy that mm-hmm. you could claim for yourself. Depends on the night. <laughs> but what I want to say is, mm-hmm. I think as single parents, and I'm sure the dads are in this exact same situation. It's just really easy to say, I'm there for them a thousand percent, and. Uh, there's no room in my life for someone else, or I'm gonna keep that far, far away. There's a, you know, that's a whole different thing. That's but a the whole bottom different. line is, I've been so, there. I'm there. But the, lo- yeah. but the bottom line is, to take the shortcut and say because there isn't a dad or a man in the house mm-hmm. who I have to say, what do you think about this? Or you're not gonna tell me not to do it was this. It's just like okay, so they'll sleep more, so I could sleep more, so let them snuggle right. next to me. And here's the other thing: we both have two children. 
Okay, so if in the middle of the night and it's me by myself and one wakes up and one wants chocolate milk and if she doesn't get her chocolate milk, she's going to throw the biggest tantrum, start screaming and wake the other one up, I'm going to get her chocolate milk. no problem with a screaming child in the middle of the night. Well, unless unless that child wakes up the other child. I'm sorry. My strategy is two screaming children in the middle of the night. You go to the other child. And you you can do this when they are a year old. Totally different podcast. I feel like we're totally going on. And I can piggyback on that because I don't have middle of the night struggles, but I have going to bed struggles. And I have, which to a degree you have, the, which is like amazing and I love it. And it makes my heart smile and everything. But I have my little one who just wants to do everything the big one does. And the little one, like, really, truly his nature, his nature is, I have no fear, I'm not afraid of anything, I'll do anything, but he watches his brother be afraid of things and not want to eat and not want to sleep or whatever, and he piggybacks on that. So what has happened in my house is I can't be in two places at once, and neither one of them wants, they're both afraid, and I'm using, like, air quotes, to go to sleep. Okay by themselves and I can't be in two places at once. That's the hardest. So, okay, so but so my boys sleep in Noah's bed together. They and if that together. works for them and they sleep, but that's it's not fine. Your bed, but so I, I want to hear about is. it on the other side in the other households is like, you know, but this is the this is the problem is that like if if there becomes a problem in the other house that they're in then I get blamed. Okay, so two things I want to say. First, and I'll just put it out there uh, in terms of the, uh, the when you have two children and one is throwing off the whole house. You, it is okay to go to the child who is in distress over their b- sister or brother's behavior and say, you know what, she's screaming because she's mad I'm not getting her her milk in the middle of the night. But remember, we we had a discussion. Your children are all old enough to have the discussions that we're not going to do milk after final bedtime. And so when she's screaming, I will come to you. Hear that? I will come to you, and I will stand by your door and let you know that your sister's okay because she really is. And you know what? Sometimes we get very dramatic in our girl power house. Oh, we do. But you can state it. You can own it. You can acknowledge it, and you cannot be fearful of it so that and then you never do it on a Monday night because you're going to be too exhausted for school you can only do it on a Thursday or Friday night and when you have or a vacation when you have a long weekend Mm -hmm. or you know we're going to spend four nights listening to your sister scream because that's what's going to happen so if you don't want to hear it is the thing screaming is one thing but getting out of bed is the other thing I mean I wake up in the middle of the night well you have the choice of either not getting the chocolate milk or taking her back to bed I mean so you can say to her if you come to my bed I will let you stay I'm not getting up for chocolate milk milk because the only reason for you to come to my bed is for all of us to sleep so you can you can mm. clarity 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 but another let, another wait I want to go yeah. back to write it on your board here because I want to come back to what criticism from one oh, house Jesus. to the yeah, other really and hard. again that's a conversation again mm-hmm. Part of the problem with divorces is that if you didn't communicate well during the marriage, how are you going to communicate right, well after? Right. So that may or may not mm-hmm. be reasonable. So you have a couple options. And one is, you know what, we have to have a conversation in terms of this is what's working for us in our house. And it's really working. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I'm happy telling the boys, this is the rules in dad's house. This is the rules in my house. And dad, I'm sorry. Like you can be upset about it, but yeah. there's a lot of things you do that don't work for us. Right. And we have to have, we have to be able to tell the boys, these are different rules in different oh, houses. Karen, there are so many, for so many reasons that I have that exact, that's like my mantra. You know what? And, and it's no different than kids having different rules at in school, school that's right. and at home. But it's houses, okay. And I tell them, yes. it's okay to have different rules at mommy's house and at daddy's house. It's totally okay. And I'm not going to tell you. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I should qualify because there are times when you kind of have to put your foot down when there's something that's really not okay. Tell me what. Um, I don't know, like using words, you, you know, using certain words, like maybe not treating people kindly or speaking, you know, Again, I, I, I don't want to use like specific right. because, because you can't, the problem is I'm, I'm it's even, without being specific, it's mm-hmm. just hard to imagine right. What is you it? have control is it? over. Okay. No, I can imagine a million things. I mean, even even something like not being kind or, or certain words. I mean, things that are absolutely deal breakers for you. Yeah. Um, smacking your brother. I mean, I, I mean, I okay, can't even I'll give make you, you know up. what, I'll give you, I, that's a, thank you for bringing that up because I'll give you a good example is that something happened with my kids tonight and they were, you know, Xander took, Noah's shoe and was like licking it and Noah hit Xander. Yes. And I, I had a conversation and I said, what, wait, wait, what's going on? And Noah, no, he told me that Xander took a shoe and so he hit him. And I said, you know, I went through the whole, like, why would you you do that? We, we, we use words like, okay, I understand that you don't want him licking your shoe, but use words. And it's a whole like use words. And if that doesn't work, like move away. And if that doesn't work, come get mommy, whatever. And he said, if at daddy's house, if, you know, he hits me, I'm allowed to whack him back. Okay. And you can't just say, are you at daddy's house right now? Um, what my, my, I, I guess maybe as a teacher or as a mother that's single mother that's frazzled and has like my own convictions and doesn't know how to close my mouth and whatever, like feel the need to explain everything. So I say, okay, like that's the rule at daddy's house. Daddy says you can whack back. That is not the rule at this house. Right. You cannot whack back at my house. Um, you can do this. Right. You can do that. You can you can use words. You can move away. And then you can come back, get mommy. Those are your options. Right. Because what happens is... But he knows that. So again, without over-talking it... Well, the, that's that's my conversation. That's what I say. Because the, the reality is you're looking and you're going... But we, this, you're not at daddy's house. This is not okay here. Mm-hmm. Done. Mm-hmm. And now what are you going to do to tell, how are you going to fix that for your brother? Because your brother's really upset now. So instead of going I wish back. it was that easy. It is because, <laughs> right, it is. But, it, no, the, no. The, but it's, and none of it's easy. Mm-hmm. What, what I want to get at, at least in this conversation, is what you can't control in the, that's not okay with me. I mean, it's because you can spend the next 10 or 20 years of your life being really angry at 
values and choices that you don't want for your child. I'm but, so thankful. Yeah, no, that's see, but that's the trade-off. <laughs> that's the is thing. the I'm trade-off is for... you don't have the influence, Thank and God. I do, yeah. and but I'm you thankful. You can try. I can to have the influence, I, and, and I do, do. I do have you influence. Do. I know, and and like people like you and you tell me like you have more influence than you think you have. I happen to be not as strong of a, and I do, there are plenty of times, listen, the election, I stepped back. Sure. And it's, this was huge. This is not Again, unimportant. Big, big philosophical difference. Big. Sure. But I stepped back because I want my children to learn to think for themselves. And that's all I said. I never told my kids who I think they should vote for. And so you you did this you did the role modeling, you did the problem solving, you did the oh, fact he gathering. did though. He did. Because I did. take Noah to school. So yeah. I take Noah to <laughs> right. school in the morning and Noah tells me things that And here's the other it's thing just... that's so hard is again something like that. And even some I mean all of it. They're at an age where they are little um sponges Mm -hmm. or mirrors that do reflect back our best and our worst Mm -hmm. and no question that won't be their final who they are package down the road it's hard to it's hard to see that right yes it's really hard very hard because you're looking at something that that has emotions tied to it that isn't about your children. It's about another history yes. piece of your life. And so... It's- it is about the children, though, because it's about raising them to be the kind of person that you want them to be. And I'm not... I am not alone in my influence. Yeah, yeah, you are not. And However... And trusting that who you are and that who your children are will make amazing choices. But the other thing, and, and I just I just have to believe, especially, uh, and again, in, in another single parent household, it could be grandparents that are introducing something that, that yeah. is a disagreement, or it could be school. Right. <laughs> my parents are so influential. There's in my all kids. of these influences. And I just want to say that, <laughs> that, that having, that, that in some ways, I just need you to believe for now that having that 50-50 arrangement will give them an experience and something to look back on that that makes them more robust mm-hmm. and adaptable down the road. And, and it should. I mean, it's sad that my kids don't have yeah. a father figure. Yeah. They do. Every other weekend, it's supposed to be four hours. Yeah. I think the most has been two um, he is father of the year, right. brings them right. presents every mm-hmm. time, yeah. holds them like they're trophies, uh-huh. right. has no clue the day-to-day, like, um... And so, so either choice, and I get, but I think it's... But there's a different, like, it's kind of sad, like, I'm daddy's little girl, yes, for sure, and, like, my girls don't have that... Okay, and so in every life, but I think in single parenthood especially, or anything that, that, I mean, single parenthood by choice 
I think is a whole different dynamic. Totally different. Because you never had the dream or the Mm -hmm. promise or the hope of of something different. Or so, the experience, like the prior experience with that in that household, with especially in when that it other started situation. with a commitment. Right. It's never really and around, so, but but it started <laughs> with yeah. it still started with a commitment. And so what happens is, either way, both of you are looking at that this reality that I have for my children is not the reality that that was my dream for them. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's a lot. It's heavy. It's, it's really heavy. But you know what? Making a new dream, it's better. Like, go. I see Be- a lot. Um, maybe it's selfish of me, but my girls are being able to be raised how I want them to be raised. And we're good friends. Missy and I are good friends. We have this discussion and we um, talk like, but my kids, like they, they're being raised how I want them to be raised. They're going to school. They're going to Hebrew school. They're Mm -hmm. going to preschool. They're, they're being raised Jewish. Mm -hmm. Like that's huge importance to me. And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, and they are, I don't know, going to the left one day and to the right the other because that's how I want them to go or that's, I am in full control of their happiness, their um, development, them growing. Their health. Their that's health. another, I mean, they're... And I do it all, financially, I do it all mm-hmm. by myself. That's why I work so hard and... Um, that's something that I'm, like, grateful of. Right. And as you said, you're creating a family of choice yeah. with each other. We've, like, and joked. We're, and with your children <laughs> no, growing no, up. No, we're going to get a house. No, and we're we going to rent a big our house. Other, right, our <laughs> other friend who's supposed to be here, who I wish she could have made it tonight, but... We're um, all going to get... We can always do part she, two. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, it was actually, it was actually her parents... That's that suggested it, her parents. Her parents moved here from Michigan to like come and help because, you know, she was divorced and and they suggested that we all just get a house and rent and live and, together. And live together. And I will tell you that That was a big smile on your face. The kids would love it. Here's the thing is that you said before like something about what what is it that, you know, makes you like get through the day and go like and not dread having to make the extra meal, or whatever. Like we spend a lot of time together. Our kids spend a lot of time together. We carpool. So, like, really, most of the time, like, on the couple days a week that I have my kids, we're at each other's houses, making dinner together. The kids are playing together. It's it's just the kids are happy. Sometimes. We're happy. No. <laughs> because right. Sometimes. Because kids are. Sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, no, right. no, no. There's plenty of times where they're miserable and we're like, and it's usually like One of the five minutes in. Tale, it's usually sure. like five minutes Miss in. Missy. Yeah. They, <laughs> be my girls. They Miss get, Missy. they, you know, they just need their time to like, they sure. just figure out. But they're like siblings. They're where like they? siblings. And they're we say cousins. that. We're like, we tell them we're like, they're cousins. Our best say, friends like, are. And when yeah, you're that close, there are edges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but And this is, I think, another secret that makes this so extraordinary. And that is 
one of the things I think about partner parenting is the day-to-day. -day. And what you just described, I think, is a real secret that you have to be shared with the world. And that is when you find somebody to have meals with, that, that do carpool together, that cover each other. I get sad when she doesn't day. have her kids, you know? <laughs> okay, but sure. I totally, like, can I drop off like, Hampton hey, this morning? I'm like, yeah. Miss right. Missy really she cares open. Kids. I'm I like, say Christy. Hampton, like, <laughs> call over. We'll spend the morning together. You can. She does my makeup. Hampton does my makeup in the morning. I like, it. I love it. Yeah. There's so much to talk about, and I think we and I think we should reschedule when Meredith I think so too. Yeah. She is because we're just hitting the iceberg, and so much um, to talk about. Right? Oh, so tell me what Even else you this. Both kids need me if I if I right. get home from work. Yes. Um, and my mother's watching them, and I hug one of them first. The other one's crying because I didn't hug them oh, yeah. first. Um, in the morning, it's like this one gets stressed first, that, and I, or can you lie with me in bed? And okay. this one wants to lie with that me in bed. That can also be a whole, and we've done a whole and I podcast don't have, on like, that one. To, but, but I'm just by myself. But, again. How do I cut myself in you half? Don't. And, you don't. You teach the self-management skills. I you try teach like, that's why we're in my bag because let's just all so go in So what my it's going to be is instead of me being the fixer for everything, it's, you know what, I'm, when I finish this, I'll be happy to come and help you and don't make it about a competition between the children. It's about so mommy being really clear like, oh, I'm busy, I see you and I will be there. And, and then you can even take those delay times for yourself and you can take that time in your bed. But it's this idea of being able to say, <laughs> you know what, like, you, it's not you scream, I jump. We try, but like, I open up the door to come home and it's like, who can get to me okay, first? And I'm like, let's just all that's you say, like, I said, my kids do that and they go, like, after the bath, they want to, like, be on my lap. Yeah. But, and I go, that's why mommy has two legs. Like, I tried two arms. I no. knew a working mom. Again, she, 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 she was not a single mom, but she was a working mom. And again, she got the attack as soon as she'd walk in that door. So in her house, she would say, okay, everybody to mom's room. And her four children, they, two were adopted and two one were birthed. One arm, one but arm, But she one was, leg, one leg. She was pregnant when her when her when her first was four months old because one was adopted and then the pregnancy yeah, came. It was one of those. And that, so anyways, yeah. so, but she was, and she was somebody who put on a hundred thousand air miles a year. So, but when she walked in that door, she was bombarded and her strategy was <laughs> we'd run to mom's room and everybody jumps on the bed. And and she would have that jump I on the like bedtime. I do like a one day, like yesterday you did this, you know. You need, to, that's a whole nother parent problem yeah. solving <laughs> with how do I really figure out the strategies, the routines and the rules. happy. Okay, but see, that's a big burden. That's Now we're going to close because that is the single mom burden, mm -hmm. totally. which is it's totally. all on my shoulders to make it them is. happy, but that's also the thing that's going to be tripping you up. So we're mm -hmm. coming back to, we'll come back. to yeah. this. Yeah. The podcast closing is always the same, but because we, we want to end on a positive, and you are Oy. you're exhausted, you're frustrated, <laughs> you're overwhelmed, and it's emotional. There's yeah, still a sure. lot of emotions, even though you've both been single for a bit. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the 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 wrap up is: How have you got this? Uh, how have you got this? Whether you're the the single parent with lots of support and a dad that's not present, um, a fifty fifty single mom with dad in the picture 
Um, how have you got this for yourself my, and for your girls? Okay, of course I start with my girls because that's what I say I live for. Um, and like I said earlier, they smile, they're happy, they're educated, they're they're beautiful in every way, shape. They're smart. Um, and you can be proud. And of, I'm of... so proud. I could bring up, like, really quick, like, yesterday in the car, my kindergarten says, do you know what 2D is? And I'm like, what do you mean 2D? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't understand her talking. She's like, you know, like a flat surface. And then she's like, and then there's 3D. That's the one that pops up. So I said to her, are you sitting in my math class that I'm teaching? <laughs> she's in kindergarten, and that makes me so proud. Yeah, yeah. And both my girls, they are... They're just great. But for me, yes, I have everybody, you know, around me knows I live for them. I do for them. I rarely ever do for myself. Um, I have just started to stretch out. spread and stretch out. Um, but But as someone who's known you for the four years, what I can tell you, and longer, but what I can tell you is if ever anybody has a doubt that they won't be able to do this and to be able to, you did, and and to to look back now with such pride (laughs) at your courage, at your strength, at your Mm -hmm. fortitude, at what you've been able to do for your girls. Oh my God. That burden, you are free of it. We should have started this podcast four years ago and every, you know, six months. And the taking care of you piece maybe is going to be that knowing that you could do far more than you ever imagined with them and for them, that you can find a way to take care of yourself and not lose. It's not like Mm -hmm. you have to hold on that tight. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not that precarious. You really have done amazing stuff from the beginning. Thank you. Missy, how have you got this? Okay, so I have got this because I also I also feel like I've come like a really, really long way. Um, I feel like I've got this because I know my children. I love, I mean, my children are my life and I love them more than anything. Um, but I also know them. And I can, I know their signs, I know their red flags, I know, I know when to jump. When something, and I have recently, oddly, been called a helicopter mom, very oddly, because I'm not. I'm, I, I mean, I, I don't think that I'm a helicopter mom. I think that I'm, some, I'm a mom who p- pays very close attention to my children and what's going on with them. And I feel like I have done a lot of problem solving with both of my kids. Um, I'm very fortunate to be in the bubble. Like the Benetora bubble is like I, I just, you know, I, I'm I have two more years of Xander, a year and a half more of Xander. It's it's a really amazing place where you have a village. It's a safe place that for your kids you you know. So I'm I'm fortunate, um, but I think that any of the amazing professionals that work here can tell you that I have problem solved. I have done anything and everything that I can for my children in those periods where they needed something. And um, I emotionally have come a long way from, and it's ebbs and flows and it's up, 
ups and downs, and it doesn't to go, yeah to do what to live what you've lived right. Um, but I do feel right at this very moment that I'm at a point where I am starting to say, "What can I do for myself?" Okay, I'm sleeping <laughs> when I when I get the sleep when you know when I get the time off. I am, but what? More I got to find that. enjoyment. I yeah. need to find like, mm-hmm. because I do know that your children look at you. They, they look to you. They want to, even, even when your kids seem to reject you, they still look to you. And I think that, you know, I always said that I want to be somebody that my children are proud of. I want my kids to be proud of their mommy. And I think that kids can be proud of a stay at home mom. They can be proud of a working mom. They can be proud of, but they're, I feel that unless I'm the best Missy that I can be, like how could I be somebody that my kids could be proud of? And I'm looking towards that. So in that regard, I feel like... I love it. And I love it because I think it's the combination of the, a segment of this journey that you've been on. Mm-hmm. Because now this other part is going to become awakened and say, okay, now it is Missy time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love you guys. Love Thank you, you so very Thank you much for, for sharing this conversation. You. Thank you. Hang on, Missy has one more thing that has to be said for today. I do, I do. I have to just say that my sister, a.k.a. Aunt Cookie, her name is Marla, but we call her Aunt Cookie. It's a really long story how the name Cookie came about. No. Oh, no. It's, so, anyway, my sister is watching all four of her children. We've yep, talked about how it sister. takes a family, it takes a village, and it is a village. So, thank you, Aunt Cookie. Thank you, Aunt Cookie. thank you, Aunt Cookie. Thank you, Aunt Cookie. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow. Listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey. Loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules. You write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today... Please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to the front and the follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.